0: Hello, fam, fam. Hello, 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 all my basic bitches out there. This is a different type of podcast episode. It's a little bit weird. It's a little bit out there because I am doing something freaking new. Yes, we're doing something new in this here basic universe. We are introducing a new segment. Well, is it a segment or just a different type of podcast episode? It's a different type of podcast episode, but more on that. Let me tell you. What we are doing, let me tell you, we are doing holler in a Hotspot, answering all your burning questions. Now you're asking yourself, what the goddamn hell is holler in a Hotspot? I shall tell you, I shall tell you, basically, right, in my line of work, in my life, in these streets, I'm always being asked like super random questions, right? I'll be like at a braai or a family gathering or just out for drinks with friends and because people know what I do, right? Um, they'll be like, Hey, so I have this really random question about my sex life, like out of the blue, left field, up out the side of their neck. Right. So I'm like, why don't I incorporate this into the podcast? So with this, what happens is I gather questions from listeners, from you guys out there, and you can ask me questions. And once a month I will sit and I will answer these questions to the best of my ability. Um, because, like, look, I don't know if any of us are really experts at this sex thing. I don't think anyone is an expert. I don't think anyone's an expert at relationshipping. But you know what? I'm going to do my damn best, right? So over a glass of wine, I will read your questions. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to try and answer them. So this is the first of it. Remember, once a month, I shall put a link in the description as to where you can submit your questions. Um, You can submit them anonymously. The only thing I ask is you give me where you're from, right? Because I love to know where the questions are from. So I can also give contextual advice because the advice I give to somebody in Abuja is going to be very, very different to the advice I give to somebody in Cairo, which is going to be very different to the advice I give to somebody in this Josie Straits. I don't know why I keep singing on this episode. I think I'm just excited. Um, for this, so okay, I'm just gonna jump right in with the first question because I started sourcing questions because I am, I'm a, I'm a bit of an overachiever like that, uh. So I started sourcing questions, but please make sure you submit your questions. I'm so freaking excited. So first one, dear Tiff, I'm masturbating a lot and I'm worried about this because I feel it is too much. I do it several times a week. I'm shy to say how many times. It's okay. This is safe space. Also, you're anonymous. And I am scared it will affect the sex life I have with my girlfriend. She doesn't want to have sex as much as me. And for now, it's okay. Is it bad to masturbate when you're in a relationship? Please, please advise. And so this person is apparently from Moz, right? So masturbating is good. Like self-love is good. But everything like, like, hmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to break this question down into multiple places I don't think there is something like masturbating too much, right? Like you should pleasure yourself how much you want to pleasure yourself. I think it's more about like really addressing like the shame around masturbation and the shame around self-pleasure and the fact that it feels like you are doing this super wrong thing, especially like as women and as femmes and stuff like that. Because masturbating is something like dudes do because they have like this carnal energy but like we all masturbate and I think the question you should ask yourself in terms of this of masturbating too much is is it you feel like it's getting in the way of other things right so like in psych they talk about things being pathological and one of the criteria for things being pathological is if it's affecting your life right so if you're like masturbating and now you're like missing work to masturbate um, you're masturbating in places where you can get arrested, basically you're doing bare nonsense in the name of like, you know, rubbing on yourself, then that's when you're like, "Eh, it's too much. But if it's one of those things where you're like feeling pleasure and you're feeling good and you know, like anything, it fits into your life and it's not causing you any harm, then it's fine. So that's part one. Part two about, um, you know, your partner and you having different sex drives, that's completely fine. I think the most important part with that is having the conversations around it. So there's no resentment on either side because you have a higher sex drive and now you're feeling like, oh my gosh, am I pressuring her to have sex? And she's probably on the other side being like, yo, now we're not having sex and I'm feeling some type of way about that, right? So it's a case of constantly having the conversation around it and making sure that you're Constantly communicating, constantly checking in where everyone is at, because having different sex drives is going to happen. We're all different people. Like even twins have different sex drives, right? And they're like, I don't know how the biology works, but they're like one thing, and it was split into two, and they're basically the same thing, but they're not, right? Um. So yeah, and the third part of that, I think for me is not. I think I know because we must know the things. Um. The third part of that is, what was it? Is it bad to masturbate when you're in a relationship? Oh, that's just a hard no. It's not bad to masturbate when you're in a relationship. You're not cheating on your partner, and it's not like some sort of weird thing where like, you know, now you're masturbating, you don't want to have sex with your partner. I think, and if that is what's happening, then that also needs to be a conversation between the two of you, um, a conversation with yourself. Why don't you want to have sex with your partner? But from the rest of your question, it seems like you do. So, homie from Mars hope that answers your question and i hope it gives you some clarity okay next question is from johannesburg and i wonder now you see you sit there and because i live in jersey i'm like is this somebody down the road who knows um anyway here's the here's the Joburg one okay hey tiff i just came out and i'm not sure how to approach women oh lord girl child honey baby mm. Does anyone know how to approach women is the real question. But anyway, I'm very shy and I do not know if they like me. I'm sure they do, sweetie. Hitting on men has always been easy. I'll tell you that for free. And But women are so mysterious. What should I do? P.S. I seem to have a crush on every gay woman I meet. What is that about? Number one, having a crush, like when you come out and you have a crush on like every queer you meet is like just, that's just on brand. Like I remember it happened to me. Like literally, I d- <laughs> Like every time somebody was like, yeah, so I'm queer, I was just like, oh my god, you're just so hot. It it didn't matter. It, it just didn't matter. As long as they existed and they were hot. Not they didn't even need to be hot. Oh sham. Uh yeah, so that's a real thing. So to answer the first part of your the last part of your question, having a crush on every uh queer woman you meet is a real thing. Eventually it will settle down and you will be more discerning. But in the beginning it's a mess. It's a mess. So just write that out. In terms of hitting on women, like now, you see, the thing is, I would need a little bit more information, especially if you're femme presenting, it gets really, really tricky. Actually, I don't think, I think it's tricky for everyone because of the heteronormative nature of the world, where everyone is presumed straight until proven gay type thing. So I think it's just about having very subtle conversations. But the easiest way to hit on women is literally go to queer events and just hoi. Just coy and be like, you're really pretty. Can I have your number? You're really hot. Can I have your number? Also respecting people's space. If they say no, respect their vibes and stuff like that. But like the easiest way to learn how to hit on women is go to queer events. And I understand that. But you're in Joburg. I was about to be like, I understand that not everyone has access to queer events. Joburg is chocked full of queer events. Like even during COVID, like it's just queer event after queer event after queer event. Like, also queer weddings. Why is no one inviting me to weddings? Anyway, that's my own man knows. Um, But, yeah, so just go to a queer event. Go with a friend because everybody needs a wingman. Um, and, yeah, just hit on people. Just practice hitting on people in events, right? And um, there's different ways to hit on people. But I feel that for me personally, the direct approach works where you're just, like, you're really hot. Um, I'd like to make out with you. And if the person's like, no, then just move on and be, like, fair. Because also you've got to respect people's boundaries. But you know what? Just hoy. That's what I would do. Also, the internet is a really good place to meet people. Uh, and a lot of queer women will have uh, what sits in their bios, rainbow flags in their bios. Those ones who are here and queer will have rainbow flags in their bios. So you know, just slide in and like some photos and be like, oh my God, your photos are so beautiful. Think about the sort of thing you'd want to be told. Like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You know, what? if they do TikToks like a la, like, you know, TikTok, those TikTok queers or like, you know, the Tando's of this world. If, or for those of you who are not watching Tando, Tando's YouTube page, I'm going to put a link in. I have so many links I need to put in by. I should really write them down. Um, yeah, you should really watch. So like somebody like Tando, just be like, you're so funny. Right, because Tando is very funny. Um, so yeah, just like also slide into the DMs on the internet streets because also there's a lot less pressure than in real life, but queer events. Anyway, the last question, because in this in this episode, I will be answering three questions up pop. Um, so the last question, ooh, damn. This one is some tea. Uh hey Tiff, I made a mistake. I'm, a huge mistake. Ooh, no hallo. Ooh, let me sip my wine. Mm. I made a huge mistake and slept with my best friend. We've been hanging out a lot lately since he went through a breakup and I have been supporting him. And one night after many drinks, we ended up in bed. I'm in a relationship and I'm worried that I fucked that up and also messed up my friendship. I do not want to be with him, but now he's talking about being together. Ooh, catching feelings. It's a mess. Um, Look, bruh. Things happen. Neh? Like things happen and trauma bonding is a real thing. Uh, trauma bonding is like when you have this bond over a heavy, heavy, uh, a heavy uh, event, right? So trauma bonding, when you have a, a bond and you come together over a heavy event. So like, look, you've made this mistake. Clearly you see it's a mistake. You feel it's a mistake. You're not trying to be with him. The one thing here I would advocate for is like, kind, I did not say nice, note I didn't say nice, I said kind honesty, so with kind honesty, you just gotta be real about it, you gotta be 100, but not brutal right, and you gotta tell him that it's not the one, like you guys being together is not the one, and it's, it is going to affect your friendship, because he will essentially have been rejected twice right, Uh, having gone through the breakup and then you being like, it's not a real thing, um, Also, please know that a lot of this could be him just trying to process his breakup. And so he just needs another warm body because breakups can be really, really heavy, right? And they can shake you and you just want to forget about what happened and stuff like that. And it is going to affect your friendship. But like, especially if he's your best friend, it's a case of hoping that you guys have enough of a foundation to be able to weather something like this, right? Because any relationship uh, from family to intimate partner to friendships to colleagues to whatever will go through really tumultuous times, but it's about having the foundation to weather those times. And I think this is, this is your baptism by fire. Hey, you have been baptized in the sexual spirit. And now it's a case of like, yup, what are you going to do about it? Um, But it's the first steps first is telling him that you don't want to be with him and um, that not the night was, I don't know whether mentioning that it was a mistake, but mentioning that it's not something that can continue Um, and continuously having that conversation because people are backtrackers and they'll hear what they want to hear in terms of your relationship. Now that's, that's a tricky one to navigate because I'm always in two minds about coming clean about cheating. Right? So on the one hand, yeah, okay, radical honesty, kekeke, but on the other hand, it's like, do you need to give somebody that pain, right? But if it's one of those things where it is going to come out, then it's better to hear it from you. But if it's one of those things that there's no way on God's green earth that it's ever going to come out, then ah man, leave it be. Take that to your grave. Because sometimes I think uh being honest about cheating is more about alleviating the guilt of the cheater rather than alleviating the sort of um you know the pain or paying the person what they're due in terms of your emotional and social contract like you shouldn't have cheated on me so therefore you should disclose yeah it's a tricky one but the most important thing is having that conversation with your friend and nipping that that uh those manenos of like being together in the bud it ca- Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It can't be the one because I already have a lot of very strong feelings about friends dating because, yeah, but that's a podcast episode for another day. But yeah, so I think that that would be my advice on that one. Right. But also, I, I apologize for calling your um dilemma the tea, but it was the tea. Yo, no, it came. It came hot. It came hot. Bruh, like your best friend. Hey, but anyway. So anyway, thank you guys for joining me on this episode in which I like explore this. So remember, it's going to be once a month. Submit your questions throughout the month, especially if you have questions about stuff we cover in like previous weeks on the podcast, right? So I'm going to be leaning towards maybe doing like three podcast episodes a week, a month instead of two, but we'll see how it goes. Cause you know, it's still a panini guys. So y'all need to get off my dick. Um, (laughs) But anyway, I'm still your host, Tiff Muga, and this is still basically life, I promise. And I'm still telling you to calm your tits. It is never that serious.